Hey, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> wild to see our faces in the studio again. It didn't feel like uh, it would ever happen. It was like one off, one on, one off, one on. I yeah, think, it which just felt like uh, like a tiring month of traveling and trying to piece together episodes while we can and while we're home. And now imagine being a soccer player. <laughs> yeah, I could. I I don't think I could. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode seventy six. At this point, um, if you follow us, if you listen to these weekly or sporadically at all, just follow us on Twitter. It's the best place to find all of our stuff. Um, it's where you'll find links to everything. Um, if you listen to podcasts, just audio only, you'll find us anywhere that you find your other podcasts. And uh, obviously, if you want to see our beautiful faces and our ever-changing outfits, go to YouTube uh, at Post90Podcast. Yeah, and this is a bit of a, a impromptu episode. I, I feel like after our last one, we kind of left it... Um, as people wouldn't hear from us until after uh, this midweek that we have against Charlotte at RBA. But I think this one sort of called, I think, emotionally for us to, to get on air and talk a little bit about like what we saw. For, for different reasons, I think. Yeah. You have... Um, I, I just think I... So my you, whole... You have a villain. I have... Um, different villain? A different villain and a kind of a group of villains, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you'd like to go first, I think, yeah, yeah we'll open it right up. I mean, really what ultimately, you know, spurred me to want to make the episode was to, to talk about what was um, us seeing players like infighting with, between our players. That's obviously something that we've never seen um, from NYCFC before. Uh, at least I can, I don't know if you recall anything quite like that. Nothing, nothing that. I mean, we're usually the team. I, I'm almost, I'm like... I don't even want to use the word extreme. I think we kind of see this thing a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. So I think for the first time, it's it's kind of rare that we see uh, the same situation differently. So I, I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing your opinion, but I don't uh, <laughs> well, don't quite I, see it the same. I see it multiple ways. Like I, when I first saw it, I was like, "That's really not good." But then at the same time, it was like, "But it's good that they care and that they're like showing passion." But well, ultimately, like, you know, my villain, essentially, to, to use your words, is Maxi in this situation. Um, I started thinking about how there's been a lot of rumors about him wanting to go back to back to his home afterwards. And um, I mean, not not even just rumors. I mean, he was in an interview talking about how that's something that he's like to that he's going to like to do um, December when his contract ends. And I was just thinking, like, think of like when you put like a two weeks in at a job, you know what I mean? Like you're not showing up for some shifts like you you really don't care you know about what you're doing when you're there and I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blow this fight up and do the media spin cycle to to get clicks and get people excited but like this wasn't the first time where i i noticed like you know maxi i feel like a little more aggressive with our own guys than i've seen him in the past i mean even in that game like there was not the alfredo missed pass that ended up uh, as you said before we recorded costing us the game but like Alfredo like misplaced just a random pass like we didn't even lose possession off it like in the midfield or he like didn't pass it to Maxi or something and Maxi like threw his arm up at him and, and is like barking at him and it's like I just can't recall a time where I've seen that from Maxi before and I don't know if I'm just like looking for it because of you know the other thoughts I have but yeah I mean me personally and this is not me trying to gaslight you or anything like that (laughs) i just think personally you may be a little hurt 
with the the news that he says he may want to go home at some point i i see that and i go honestly respect like you're uh, as a player you're getting older um you know you want to play ball but you know that you may not be at the level of nycfc mm-hmm. obviously when you're getting older you keep getting older um i go back to to his words um after the cup and you know them talking about his future after the cup and it was very much uh, i want to be at nycfc for the rest of my life i want to bring this club trophies and i want to bring this club to the top so what is it that changed tati leaving like, well, that's was, I, I'll how get was to the that. 180 like I'll get to so the Tati quickly. part, but um, I think it's just a realization that he's he's getting older. His legs frustration with himself may not maybe. be there. But I think with his attitude and you know him barking at Santi, I personally saw that as competitors being competitive. Mm-hmm. I saw that as a leader trying to reclaim a locker room because Tati did become a huge leader in that locker room, and obviously losing that somebody else has to step up back up and be that guy so if maxi's the oldest in there that's one of the weird things i feel about maxi too i mean i i think he has been a leader to an extent in our locker room but like kind of a quiet leader yeah when you think of like a a cam or like a center midfielder now his like number eight role that cushing has been trying to fit him fit him in occasionally and then also you know the oldest guy in the locker room when we've had some issues with uh with like players misbehaving like on the field like tiago with the headbutt or um when we lost efrain everybody it was like panic mode it's like what are we gonna do and i i always have thought or with strong becoming captain i was how how never has maxi been a solution to, and i'm sure he has yeah. like quietly within the like the player group and not so much media facing but like i just feel like we would maybe be a little bit more aware of it if like he was actually the solution to all of these like leadership problems that we've seen from time to time yeah i I think it's him taking a step forward towards it it doesn't mean necessarily that that's how the players see it or that's how the coaching staff sees it um but he's a tenacious dude we saw him fight dax mccarthy Mm -hmm. um and he had no problem getting in there and trying to scrap it out so yeah um, you know, if he's not seeing what he wants from Santi, whether that be effort or, you know, doing the right assignment, I mean, I just, like I said, I saw it as competitors being competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think that that's as damaging as, you know, other parts of the community and, and obviously not, not saying names or anything, but there's certain, I mean, the, the Twitter Twitter world. Twitter world was on fire. It was on fire, and it has been, and it kind of gets this way, you know, every time we lose a couple games in a row. And I just sit back and I think, like, do we not know this league? Do we not know this team? Mm-hmm. Are, we, we are not Arsenal fan TV. We are not those fan bases that need to lose control on Twitter just because we're bored and it's hot outside. Yeah, and I think, you know, we talked about it in our last episode, and I, th- I think I uh, mentioned it to Michael Allen on Twitter, but, like, we were, I think we said it last last week, like, we were due for one more downturn yeah. before the season ends like that. I mean, unfortunately, like, as a club, it just has, that's it's how it is. It's perennial. We do it every single year. Um, it happens right before the playoffs. It, it gets everybody on the ship scared, including us. I mean, we've, we've been at the the middle of that downturn when it's three games deep uh, of losses or of, of poor performances and like 
there's three more coming and we don't even know about it yet and the playoff is in like eight eight weeks and right. that that was sort of like the situation last year and it's like i'll be honest it's it is tough to still remain seeing that light at the end of the tunnel but yeah it's just i mean i i I can see both sides. Sometimes I'm more level-headed than other times. You know, it, it really yeah. depends. Like, how long has it been since I just watched <laughs> the game, uh, and you know what happened in that game ultimately and stuff. But it's, uh, I just it's crazy being a fan. Me personally, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, a crazy being a fan. life. Um, I just personally think that it's not doomsday, um, and um, you know, Michael Allen, I'll back him to the end of the world. So. Um, Typically, if he's on one side of things, that's that's right where you'll find me. Yeah, and I think when it you know when it comes to the game itself, like I think we can probably fit in a little bit of time about analysis of that because I I do think there's some stuff to talk about. I know um, you mentioned like Alfredo kind of had not the best game. I mean, from who I would say in our lineup is Mister Consistency, it was yeah. a tough game for him. It was a tough game. Um, you know, obviously you don't want to highlight one player in one moment and say that's why we lost the mm -hmm. game. Um, you know, Talas, if he wraps his foot around that initial chance, Hold maybe it's game. a draw. You know, these little things, Santi doesn't hit the post. If the ref had eyes. A not a draw. Yeah, so it's like these, all these things, all these factors. And, you know, at the end of the day, the only thing I could really look at and say that probably caused a lot of our problems. Again, I'd go back to the defense. I've been saying it, you know, mm -hmm. now three episodes in a row. Um, not so much the players this time. I do think Cushing is playing with fire, um, playing such a high line, and we're not finish finishing our chances right now. So it's kind of like we keep playing this gamble, but the gamble's not paying off. And um, it's just it's causing us to absorb a lot of pressure, mm -hmm. um, and, and in my opinion, unneeded pressure. And then, you know, you're putting you're putting those players out to, to dry, really. And that's the, it, I mean, it felt like watching at times uh, a 2020 NYCFC, which was I, I tweeted it, and I th I think I talked about it um, online in a couple places. But it's like it was that 2020 vintage NYCFC where we used to have such an issue of being like a team that far i mean we still do we we're much better than typically what it looks like on the table or on any given result because our defense has a way of just like flicking the light switch off for 10 seconds and they turn it back on and the team is up a goal yep. and then they do that in, in this game anyways they did it twice um and you know all of a sudden i mean really three times if if we say between alfredo's you know back pass going astray that could be you know unfocused for one second and yep. and you're down a goal because of it um and then you know tiago and malt not stepping on pozuelo yep. and you know when you know so much sean space. with his history of of long shots and i mean sean had absolutely no chance so i don't even really well, want to bring him up on it history of scoring on us i mean that ball has a magnet to our, to mm -hmm. our net and then I, I think a massive issue that we've had in the past and we haven't seen it in a while is doing the thing where we think the ref should be making a call or blowing a play dead and not not playing the play and then all of a sudden the ball is in the back of our net i mean in 2020 that had to be responsible for like like 20 20 points like at least right. like they would just stop playing it what was it that wasn't it the atlanta playoff game in 2020 when we got eliminated remember they didn't blow yeah. the play dead 
and they they yep. swung a ball in quick and they i think joseph scored on us and like everybody's looking around and they're like, like oh we didn't yeah. even think like the game was going it was like but it was going like yeah but it was why going, weren't so you get into position <laughs> yeah you know and and yeah so i mean yedlin's on the ground and malt's on the ground and all of a sudden higuain is kicking the ball in the back of the net and everybody's raising off sides it's like you just have to i feel like professionally and this is something that's fixed with coaching and focus that's the good thing is like it's not a ta- it's never a talent issue with nycfc um and these are the things that can be ironed out right with with reps and with like you know cushing getting in their airs and the the training staff getting in their ears and being like we can't do that like yeah that, that can't happen and you can't be on the field ever. if you're doing that like, it, it can't know? happen one time because you know right. one goal is too much if if we don't have a tati banging them away sometimes um so that at least is a little bit you know that kind of drives some of the optimism that i have because our issues are not issues that are like unfixable yeah i don't know but i mean they're they're so easily fixable it's like um you know a tactical adjustment here uh a little bit of rest and desire here um and 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 like striker just getting in form or confident like yeah like even San- I mean Santi was making runs. Mm-hmm. Um, GP was GP finding was crazy. Was finding bro. people like I've never. He's different. I've never seen that one initial pass into Santi to then off the post, mm-hmm. off the hand and off the post. Um, had that gone in, I mean that's literally our goal of the season almost. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not even like that. That's where I go back to the people complaining in Doomsday and it's over. It's like. Where are you seeing that on the field? You know, mm-hmm. I get it with with Cushing. You may not like his high line. You may not like his tactics. It'll iron out. We're gonna be in the playoffs, and we're gonna we're gonna push. Do I expect us to repeat? I think I'd be insane too, but I think we have the talent too. One thing I did hear, I, I popped in the spaces after the game, and uh, it was mentioned that the only way it's not Cushing out is if we uh, don't make an appearance in the semis how do you feel about that i feel like that i don't know not cushing obviously there's no chance that cushing is not a cfg employee like probably ever again in his life unless it's his choice um it it would definitely be like a demotion but so instead of framing it as cushing out maybe it's nycfc isn't going into the off season looking for other options unless he doesn't make it to a semis. What do you think about that? Uh, I, I almost. Agree. I kind of agree, just only on the on the outlook of the Eastern Conference as mm-hmm. a whole. Um, you know, I think that we are the best team in the East. Yeah. I know that there's other teams that are higher than us right now, and better form than us right now. I just purely on a talent standpoint, just that alone. There's nobody better than us. 100%. I think it, unless, you know, Miami gets into real serious form. Mm-hmm. But I think they may be too far gone. Toronto. I, Toronto. If they get into, if seri- they get into serious form. Yeah. Um, Which they're both, <laughs> they're both, they both working have, on it. They both have a lot of talent. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think um, we should definitely be making, making moves in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do I expect it, though? Like, if we go out earlier than that? Mm-hmm. I, I would chalk it up and be like, dude, we won the chip last year. I mean, what what could you actually dude, expect? Won the chip, lost your manager, and your Best and your team MVP, your Golden Boot right. League winner. Like, and who knows 
you know, when our best defender will be back. And yeah, although I mean, he's on a bike, but you know, yeah, Collins. Yeah, I said I think they said the timetable was unknown, and obviously Tavon picked up a knock too. Um, but Tinnerholm is allegedly good to go. I um, like Acevedo right back personally. Bro, he was I love Acevedo <laughs> right back. How was Acevedo the best defender in like, that game? Makes just no demon. sense. Makes no a demon. sense. And he, and he even had either an assist or a key pass mm-hmm. um, on the Tiago Thunderbolt. Yeah. So, dude. He was up to something. Everybody, game. it's all right. 11 We've games. Through forms like this before. 11 games. We've got time to right the ship. We've got playoffs. We've got all of these things in front of us. Yes, obviously, if we continue this form, it's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it that way. I don't see it happening that way. Yeah, and depending on when people hear this, I mean, I'm excited for the Charlotte game that uh, will be tomorrow for listeners um, on right. Wednesday because, obviously, they're coming up to us in RBA. And then, <laughs> then we're going to them. Well, yeah, we're going to them at the we away game. We are going to them. Yeah, we are driving, uh, I, th- I think it's just over 12 hours down to uh, – Charlotte FC Stadium. I think it's the Panthers, though, stadium. But uh, let's catch them in person. I think that, I mean, it's, that's our first serious away days that we've participated in. We went to New England, but, you know, that's it's not really a drive. That's as close as away Yankee days stadium. Like, to that extent are different. Yeah. So and, we'll see how that goes. I mean, that should be a crazy environment. I mean, they, I think they packed like 40K people in there. Not oh, that they'll do it this time. We'll be but, louder than those 40K. Yeah. So. If anybody's going to that too, we'll obviously see you there. We're trying oh, yeah. to get support our away fan supporter section tickets, so um, you will catch us there. Yes. Um, so we'll see you guys uh, next week. Yeah, I think uh, our, our next. I would say there's another game Sunday. I don't know. Either we'll you, see. We might group this and the Sunday game together. Maybe you'll hear us I after mean, it Charlotte. Depends if something if, insane yeah, happens. If, if players are fighting again on the field yeah. and we have stuff to say. Maybe it'll take Maxi like punch a cushion in the mouth <laughs> yeah. for us to get on here again. Well, you probably won't hear from us then because I highly <laughs> doubt that will happen. So, um, But yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.